As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Yo, 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 what's good, what's good? Welcome to the Real Talk Podcast. I am your host, C-Rail. Hope everybody is good. Hope everybody is straight. This is episode 62. Hope everybody enjoyed their weekend. Um, I had a good weekend myself. Was out with family pretty much the whole weekend. Uh, we had a get-together for the family um, at the house um, on Saturday. Um, it was good getting a bunch of family together for... Um, for an important occasion, you feel me? We all got together drunk, had good times, listened to music, you know. Got to enjoy company and family. You know, we went out later on that night, everybody. Uh, we went out with, you know, with, with the in-laws, and we partied with them all night. Had a good time, man. And the next day, uh, my, bro, my bro, one of my bros, him, him, and his, uh, him and his lady shared a birthday, so we went out for a birthday dinner with them. That was good. We got a bunch of people together, and then we went out and had um, we went out to like a um, went to another like an after hour spot, black owned spot, nice spot. You know what I mean, nice bar, lounge, DJ, uh, live band, all that type stuff. People was dancing. You know, it was good, good vibe. No, no drama, no nothing. You know, it was one of them spots where you gotta. You can't get in there, you know, with some sneaks and no Tims and, and hats and all that. It's pretty much a, a older crowd in there, you know, older folks that ain't in there trying to do nothing crazy. You know, they want to dress nice. They all look like they're getting a couple of dollars. They all black and they having a good time. Everybody look good. Everybody look like money. That parking lot looked like money. All them nice cars out there it was a good environment. Like I, like I said again, man, black owned business. So that was dope. Um, Happy birthday to my bro, Benji, man. Happy birthday. He celebrated his birthday today. Um, we had a good time. We 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 enjoyed, man. He cut up, man. He had a good time. So that's all that matters. Um, I'm gonna have him on the podcast soon too. Good, good, good dude. Funny as hell, man. I'm gonna have him on the podcast soon too. All right. We're gonna jump into the show. It's no longer free Britney Griner. You know what I mean? No longer free Britney Griner because she is free. She was freed for the trade of, I forget the guy's name, but his nickname was the Merchant of Death. Uh, he was an arms dealer that the U.S. had um, in custody. He was in jail for like 15 years out of a 25-something year sentence. They, uh, they worked out a swap to where they sent him to Russia and sent Brittany Griner to America. So she's free now. She's home with her family, uh, her wife. And she's safe and sound. That's all that matters. Now she can get back to her regularly scheduled life and, you know, 
granted, she may have some trauma because she's been through a lot with this whole ordeal, but she's home with family. That's all that matters. She's in the safety of her home. It's unfortunate it had to get to this far, but, you know, making a trade for somebody and on some old political power play type shit. Like, it's, it's, it's unfortunate it had to get to that, but it is what it is. She's home, like I said. Diddy is back in the news again. Diddy welcomes his new baby daughter into the world on Instagram the other day. He announced that he's he announced that he's have he has a new daughter. And you know, the first thing Instagram did was went to Young Miami's page and realized it wasn't her who was pregnant, you know. She they all went to see what she had to say about it. She posted a picture but it was like kind of like a subliminal. People are just wondering, you know, what's going on with their situation. Did he out here living his life? But, you know, like they both said, they both single. You know what I mean? She loves him. He loves her. But, you know, he's a billionaire. He got his he got his little joints or whatever. And um, she going to stick right by him, I guess. You feel me? I ain't, got no, I ain't got no problems with that. That ain't my relationship. You feel me? Um, People all just want to go in there and. Voice their opinion on Miami and why she's still sticking with him, this and that. And yeah, I mean, whatever floats they boat. Everybody, everybody's relationship ain't the same. Everybody's situation ain't the same. If they happy, then fuck it. Let them be happy. And again, congratulations to Diddy on his new daughter. You know, he has a big, beautiful family. Um, God bless him, man. You know, ain't gonna have no negativity for me on that. Um, R. Kelly, man. Our motherfucking Kelly dropped the damn album on, I want to say, Friday. R. Kelly dropped the motherfucking album. And why is that news? Because R. Kelly's in fucking jail for child molestation. And he's dropping an album. And and then not only did he drop an album, which is crazy, from jail, the title of the album was I Admit It. Like, let's go, like, bruh. Him and, o, him and OJ need to sit the fuck down somewhere, man. Like, OJ, after he got off on murder, he wrote that dumbass book talking about if I would have did it. You know, like, like, bruh. And then now R. Kelly on some old, I admit it. Now, I didn't get to listen to the album because by the time I got to it, it was already taken off the streaming platforms. And I couldn't find it. But uh, people that did listen to it said it was actually good. And it, it, it was... Hard for them to admit that, you know, with his past, but I'm not doubting that anything he puts out is good musically. He's a genius when it comes to music. It's just fascinating that somebody could be so uh, blind and just can't read the room and will put something out like that. Now, granted, they took all his money, seized all his money, so he's trying to find a way to uh, create some revenue to put money in his pocket. I understand that, you know, he got to survive, but at the same time, like, the choice of words with the title, and, you know, I don't know the content of the music, I don't know if it's sexual or or anything of that nature, but, you know, it's R. Kelly, so I wouldn't really put it past him, but it's crazy, R. Kelly just dropping the album from jail, I admit it, like, bruh, that's that's all I can really say, I was kind of like, you know what I mean? Taken back by that when I heard that. Like, really? R. Kelly, my nigga. Like, hey, man. Do your thing. Do your thing. Um. Also, in the news, Apple is being sued for air tags. Now, saw the support online in the States. 
Looks like Apple is facing a new lawsuit after two women have alleged that their exes have been using the company's AirTags to track their locations. According to CNN, on Monday, a class action lawsuit was filed in federal court in San San Francisco on behalf of a woman from Texas and another woman from New York. Says both women have claimed that they are being stalked by their exes, and it's all thanks to Apple's AirTags. One of the women alleges that her ex-boyfriend disguised the AirTags by using a Sharpie to color it black and then placing it into a plastic bag. The AirTags were then placed in a wheel well of the tire on her car. Alright, um, yeah man, it's, it's, it's crazy shit. I'm not... I'm just learning what AirTags are. I knew somebody that um, mentioned them to me before. I didn't know nothing about AirTags. But if you're not familiar with them, apparently it's like um, really it's used for if you lose something of yours, like your keys mainly. It's like it it goes on your keychain. You hook it up and say you misplace your keys. You leave your keys at a place one time and you're, you're, you're gone. And now, you know, you're looking for your keys or just anything that's valuable to you and you lose it. The air tags will just places will will take place as like a GPS. So basically, you'll be able to track wherever you lost something at. Now it's a genius idea, but as with anything, it put in the wrong hands of the wrong person. It can be used for something that's not you know not too good, and it can be used for bad. So in these situations, what it looks like in this lawsuit is two women who were in relationships, and now they are with their now they are exes. The, the men tried to they use these things to track their women down now that's on borderline like stalker type behavior you know that sounds like trust issues or they felt like their spouse was up to something so they used the air tags to track them down um but clearly the relationships are over because of that but i don't think the air tags was the main reason that relationship was over probably was already over and they just the guys was probably just looking for something to prove their case as in kind of use them things as a, a private investigator to say the least um, but most people share locations with their spouse so you really don't have to do all that so clearly the trust wasn't there to where they would have to share their locations but you know like I said it could be used for the wrong because these are relationships so if it's in the hands of a, of a person who's not even in a relationship with somebody then it could get kind of sticky because I think I saw um, a few weeks back uh, Exhibit was suing somebody because he found one of those trackers in on his car, you know. So that could be kind of scary because, you know, if you're in valet, like if you're a valet driver and, you know, they, they, could, they could drop something in your car. You know, a lot of celebrities use valet for venues that they go to or hotels or, you know, nice restaurants. And you might not be able to trust the valet because they might drop a pen in your car and, you know, they might have some homeboys that, could follow you or line you up or potentially know about your whereabouts, you know, or women, you know, and like in this case, women could be having put them in their cars by a stalker that, you know, they have no, no clue about. And the guy could follow them home and cause harm to them. So although the women do have a sounds like they have a good case to me, but I'm no lawyer, you know, plus uh, they were married to these men. So I don't know how that's going to play out in court, but that's kind of unfortunate. That's a crazy situation. Um, just be careful with them. Uh, be careful with them air tags, man. That shit sound kind of kind of weird, you know, kind of weird. Um, and we're gonna jump into the main topic right now. The topic is should couples have a joint bank account? Now, uh, with the topic being that, I saw a study. Um, 
to, uh, saw a study on the internet and it said, uh, studies show that couples who have joint bank accounts stay together longer. That is hit or miss for me. You know, that I would, if I did have to recommend that, I would recommend that for married couples. Um, because you're tied in already in marriage, so the bank accounts kind of intertwine and they lock that together because you're sharing a life with each other, you're paying bills together, you have a family together. And if you're just in a regular relationship, having a joint bank account wouldn't really make sense because as soon as one of y'all breaks up, you could just drain the, drain the bank account and take all the money and the other person really ain't got no say-so because you're not married. So do I think... I mean, that study could very well be true, but I, in my personal opinion, I don't recommend bank account, joint bank accounts. Now, if it's say there are situations where I think a joint bank account will come into play, like would be a good idea. Like if you have a business with your spouse, you're, you're married. That's, that's the main thing. If you're married, yeah, like I wouldn't recommend them to just regular couples. I'll recommend them to married people first. Um, me personally, I don't use joint bank accounts. Uh, my partner has hers. I have mine and we, we move just fine that way. Um, but if you do joint, do use joint bank accounts, it would make, it would make sense if you have like a business, if you and your partner have a business together, y'all can put everything that y'all need towards that business and that account. And y'all take care of all of y'all financial, um, obligations throughout that bank account. And it keeps everything kind of, you know organized but just to have them for and or if you do have one when you marry you could use one just for bills you could just throw every throw certain amount into a joint bank account every month and you know that's going towards bills or mortgage or what have you so you could use that for that and it will make sense to do that and it comes in handy it comes in handy if you do that but um there are down there are cons to doing that. You know, those are the pros, but there are cons to having a joint bank account. For instance, if one partner is irresponsible with funds, it could get kind of sticky and it could cause arguments. It could get or possibly a breakup. Because you know, one one partner might be real good with money, they might save, save, save. The other partner might take out money for everything. Wanna buy this, buy that, buy this, buy that. Now the what with the one person is saving. The other one is spending all of the money that they're probably putting in. And then now the only money is in there is the one the money from the partner that's saving. So it's really kind of like the partner just spending their own money and living off of the other partner's money. And it can get kind of sticky that way, you know. But I, like I said, man, it, some people do like having a joint bank account. Me personally, I'm not with that. Uh, my money is my money. My partner's money is their money. And whatever we have together, bill wise, we just put our money in, into a pot and we, we pay, we take care of the bills that way. We don't have to have the money together to take care of a bill. Like you can do anything from an app nowadays, um, send money from your phone. You don't need a joint bank account because you can just send that money to that same bill and that bill going to get paid regardless. Yeah, man. I mean, that's, that's just my opinion on that. That's my opinion on that. Before I get up out of here, I want to say, just for couples, just a little advice for couples and, you know, the dynamic of a relationship and how to keep the relationship thriving. Uh, you got to keep the sexual polarity in your relationship. That's another topic for today. Uh, keep the sexual polarity in your relationship. 
And what I mean by that is when the man is in his masculine nature and the female is in her female nature to the fullest, you intertwine those, you combine those, and it keeps the attraction of the relationship um, uh, thriving and well and keeps the relationship uh, going. You know, once one starts lacking, uh, being their true true meaning, like a man stops being masculine or his true self or the woman stops being feminine or her true self, the sexual polarity is thrown off. So, you know, the sexual attraction can get can get screwed up in that type of situation. But when, when everybody's on their on their squares, women's feminine, the man's masculine, everything goes back and forth. The sexual polarity is there. Um, keep that in a relationship and everything should be on the right track. You know, that's not the only thing that that goes into a relationship, but it's something that you should take take heed to. Keep it going. And it helps the sexual nature of the uh, relationship. Yeah, man. So, you know, keep that in mind and uh, implement that into your relationship. And I'm, I'm, I might dig into that deeper on another podcast, but that's just another thing for you to 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 keep in mind, you know, um, in a relationship and uh, give it a shot and see what happens with it because it's going to work. You know, it's, it's, it's needed for a relationship. It's needed for a healthy relationship, nonetheless. Um, yeah, man, uh, no ask for questions this week. I didn't get a chance to get to the emails. Um, let me see. Yeah, man, that's pretty much it, man. So I'm going to get up out of here. I'm going to have a show for y'all next week. Same place, same time. Um, and if you have any questions, you have any rail talk, uh, any questions or topics for the rail talk segment of, of the podcast, you can send them into rail talk pod at gmail.com. That's R E L L T A L K P O D at gmail.com. You know, um, keep liking, subscribing, rating and reviewing, tell a friend to tell a friend, share the podcast. Appreciate all y'all listens. You ain't got to go home, but you got to get the hell up out of here. Be safe though. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.